<laughs> Truly. I do love it here, though, but it's always the same complaint. It's too hot. You know, I thought we were supposed to wear comfortable stuff this year. <laughs> what, what happened? I don't know. This is not... I thought we were going to oh. wear, like, baggy things and, like, big wigs mm. and be, like, comfortable and... <laughs> whatever. I guess we're not. Okay, so listen. Let's just do what we always do and take it out on them. Let's do it. Now, granted, this moment happened over an hour into the episode, but this, I think, was when I really, like, snuggled into my couch and was like, oh, Dragula. Because it was just that, like, high drag, like, casual small talk in the dentist's office waiting room kind of vibe that I love about the Boulets. Yeah, it it almost felt like they were recording their podcast during the segment, you know? That's what I kept thinking was like, oh, this is like what the podcast must be like. It's just like just casual chit chat. And I mean, with everything that like all of the the drama and everything that had happened up until that point, I like it's always kind of a nice refresher when they just kind of like, you know, kiki a little bit when they talk about what's going on. But particularly this episode, again, after an hour and six minutes, I like really enjoyed just like a little bit of fun, you know, a little fun banter. What's nice about the Boulets kind of chiming in after all of that drama, this episode in particular, is there was one moment where they actually commented on some of the drama that happened, particularly Uh between Kendra and Victoria Elizabeth Black. And I just love their kind of matriarchal stance on things, right? They're like, well, you know, Victoria was knocking and Kendra she, finally answered. And I was like, okay, you're door. telling us everything. Yeah. She's been at the door. <laughs> and I was just like, because, you know, on Drag Race, they, they don't show you the producers slipping the note to, to RuPaul. No. Like, ask her about this. But, you know, right. tell, right. tell and, Dakota she'd be great in musical theater. She hates musical theater, you know? Um so well, I'm wondering in this situation, like, how do they know all this is what I'm trying to say. Well, we know how they know all this, right? Because they, they're, they're watching footage back. They're, right. you know, they're being informed. But what it also makes me feel like is it, they're really involved in these contestants' lives still. Whereas RuPaul, it's like she's not getting involved in the drama that happened after the season that then informed what happened on All Stars. You know what I mean? Like Gia and Pheromone. Like she doesn't know about any of that. Whereas I feel like the with the Boulets, like maybe Kendra was texting or Victoria Elizabeth Blacks was texting the Boulets. It was like, yeah, Kendra's still not talking to me. Oh my God. Yeah. I feel like <laughs> the Boulets are like the two ants on Sabrina yes. the Teenage Witch. <laughs> They're like so yes. involved in the yeah, they're involved. Caroline Ray and Beth Broderick, I believe her name is. Uh, I don't know why I know those things. Those, that you know, it's important to know. We don't make these references; we lose them. Um, whereas RuPaul is Mrs. Garrett. She's like, "Oh, you girls," and like closes her bedroom door. Sure, you know? yeah, ex- exactly. No, I I just kind of like love the idea that that they are hands deep, they're claws deep in all of the drama, and have very mature and distance takes on it all. And I think that's also why, spoiler alert, Abora goes home. I mean, you know, it, it needs to be set up front. I mean, it certainly, especially with Abora, and who knows what can happen with Dragula. There's goops and, there's goops and poops all around, but uh, especially with Abora, who seemed like, oh, yeah, like, you know, watch Correct. out, watch out, monsters. This was such a fascinating potential one episode arc um 
Oh. You know, like it, I, BSA I kinda... energy, right? Like, oh, just like it, it, the meltdown, not even a meltdown, but like the complete shift in tone from a Bora during the deliberation part. I mean, it, yeah, no, just fascinating to just see everything. And what I love about the Boulets is that I think they knew all of this. I think they're like, look. Mm. Look, I don't think it's going to work out. Come on, have fun. And I, I was almost going to clip that part oh, where yeah, Abora right. is just kind of mocking that. And I'm like, maybe, maybe that was it. Like, come on and have fun. And then, you know, we're going to see how it goes. I mean, I, I think there's something to be said for like, you know, surely they, they knew to some extent that she's a wild card energy yeah, right. who's also very talented and won Alaska's pageant and like is a, is a, you know, and there's like, they say that it's like, you're a really exciting artist to watch, but like, you also know that you were like putting in a really volatile energy and also potentially know that there's, you know, uh, romantic, you know, there, uh, there's a triangle Jesus. with Hoso and Astrid, oh, which I so just, weird. it's so weird. There was a part of me that was just like, what, what are we doing here? I, with a Bora, arguably I'll stand by this. No, I'm not even going to like be havesies about this. A Bora had, in my opinion, the most memorable look from season two. Oh, the yeah, the the black and white, uh, the black Wild and West white look, yeah. Wild West look still haunts me to this day. It's tattooed on the back of Yovska. Yep. Which I'm just like, why well, I would not be complaining about that. But uh, one of the most memorable looks, and I still think that she is, you know, that artist over there. I think she is so fucking talented and from the boule standpoint as like the adults in the room the facilitators of this you know rehab center type of kind of like television show where they're like putting you through things in order for you to face your fears you know what i mean in order to grow i feel like they know okay abora we see how you're acting in the workroom. We see how you're acting or workroom in the boudoir. We see how you're acting in the confessionals. Like I, we, maybe, maybe in their minds, it just didn't work out. And I could be totally reading into it. And they're like, yeah, no, Abora came totally unprepared. She didn't follow the challenge. She didn't do the lip sync. And it's like, look, sorry, that's not nope. the way this game works. You could be the most talented monster on this show. You could be the most talented one, but if you fuck up the challenge, it has nothing to do with your drag. If you fuck up the challenge, then you're going to go home. And she probably got the most votes. What I think it was what was interesting this week was like uh, with Abora was that she was there were moments where like especially when we, like she first appeared and we got kind of the first talking head with her. I was like, oh, this is such like there's sort of a refreshing not on energy that I'm kind of enjoying, mm -hmm. but then there'd be these super fake moments in the work in the boudoir where, uh -uh. like, I mean, let's let's just get to this clip right here that felt like it was that sort of performative season two talking head tone. Remember mm. how like it was very clear that they were all just kind of like putting it on a little bit. Well, because um, they were in drag. Because they were and they were in drag, but like there was this moment where it was like, I guess what really held me back was my lack of money and now that i'm filthy fucking rich i'm ready to let you all fucking have it 
I, no one pop is, off a tay. Yeah, yeah, pop off a tay. Like you know, it's a lot of emotions for safe. Like nobody really got into it, and I feel like there. And that I think is a lot of maybe even what Eva was hinting out of like who are you being with me right now yeah you know there was almost that laganja thing of like who this is not how you talk when you and i hang out you know right no i, I that's a good point to bring up eva of like yeah i don't really know who who you are today you weren't really down for all of this why are you here uh, mm-hmm. the way that you've i, I felt like it, in between the lines it was like the way that you talk about dragula and tv and all of that right and i think it's all insecurity i think abora has a lot of human things going on with her that are just displayed, you know, and oftentimes we don't get to see that on reality TV. Um, I guess the other reason why I appreciate Abora's elimination, while I'm also incredibly disappointed for the same reasons I think Hoso is, um, I just wanted to see all of the looks, but I guess the reason why I'm kind of like, okay with it is like, well, you know, yeah, gag us, you know, make it make it about the challenge. Really. It it doesn't matter how good you are, make it about the challenge. That seems like a good baseline for me. Well, yeah, and and I think that like it's also from the reality TV standpoint, like what a way to kick things off for the first one to go home to be a Bora, you know, yeah, like it really right. kind of it's like, okay, because obviously the joke is made early on of like, you know, Kendra giving, you know, going home first energy, mm-hmm. you know, it just in the edit. Of oh, yeah, like, they edited it. Yeah, yeah like, sure. you know, with right. Melissa, saying, we, yeah, yeah, we need we needed someone who's like given real going home first energy cut to Kendra coming yeah. out of the coffin. Right. And like that would be too obvious, too easy. Um, whereas Abora, it's like you come in thinking, oh, she comes in a winner. She comes in having like, a very memorable run on season two and like you're just kind of like hunkered down for like the abora show but in a way given what we saw i almost feel like maybe one episode was enough you I know i think so well not for her looks no, i will say I this mean, i'm the very disappointed that but the reality tv mary she would have taken up a lot of space yeah and and i think it was because there, there was also that like and i'm here to as you said have fun there was also that of like you know do you really want to do this it's like valerie yeah, cherish not right. wanting to do the promo it's like no like you it's just do you want to do this or not you know and it was just you just did i felt like there were just variations of abora and you just didn't know which one you were gonna get you know right it's like i think jane asks valerie she's like you asked me to do this right I'm doing it right and it's kind of like abora you asked to be on this season yeah you we brought you, you on you agreed you signed the paperwork uh, well, you know, I I am very disappointed. I, I I still stand by it. Like she is so memorable, so important. Um, it could have turned into a a, a mini Cooper situation. Ugh. I mean, it has to be said. She's a killer. <laughs> She's a killer. Uh, She's a killer. Oh God. I, you know, I gotta tell you, like once that the theme song played and Uh then that happened. I was like, Oh God, all the rattles are coming back. All the Dragula rattles are coming back. Yep. Uh, and I just, I just need to name that now that there are things that are, I, I, for those who stuck with us, who, who are familiar with you, Michelle, you remember my porch and Sasha Colby and, and core, uh, there are going to be buttons this season that we are going to run into the ground uh, faster than you can say. Oh, yes. Very funny. Pamara. 
Hey, Fred! Yeah. Maybe, and some, some old ones will need to come back, given that this is a Titan Oh, I think season. so. I think you know, so. I am and, Eva Destruction, for fuck's sake, you know? Well, and spiders all over my tits, right? We have to bring that one we back. We need to represent Hollow <laughs> Eve, because they hinted at Hollow Eve this episode. They did, they but, did. Uh, I'm here to, you know, I'm here to remind everybody that when she yells, she sounds like your mother. <laughs> well, Mary, what do you say we get into it? And uh, I don't know. Are y'all my season four whores? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> let's find those season four whores. Let's find, let's go and those season one and two and three whores. Uh, <laughs> let's, let's get into uh, what I thought was when I saw the running time was an episode of Drag Race Italia, but mm. was actually the f- the first 96-minute episode of Dragula Titans. It's an interesting turn and choice, right? Uh, especially if they know it's on streaming. It's not. They don't have to deal with any, uh, you know, commercials. Sorry, my brain stopped working for a second. They don't have to deal with any of that stuff. Uh, and they're just like, yeah, let's... We'll make it as long as we want, you know. I do wonder if it's if it's going to vary depending on the drama. I will say I, I, I'm giving it its due course. I'm like, okay, you had to introduce them all. They all had to make their entrances. I get all of that. And there was a lot of, there was just a lot, uh, an hour went by before we got to the challenge. There was a lot of setup, and the first time I watched this, I was I was thinking because I think you had said last week, like I I'm thinking that I'm hoping that Titans is going to be like let's just focus on the challenge and not on the drama. I did say that, and then I was like, wow, famous last words because yep. this this was honestly like an episode of the Real Housewives, and then I did felt a musical, that a music episode, you know, a music uh, video. It was like honestly, right now they're just wrapping up the. Real Housewives of Beverly Hills reunion. And I'll tell you the ways in which the reunion part three, the Kathy Hilton, Lisa Rinna drama felt just like the boudoir after the critiques, this episode with like, well, you did this. It was like the same kind of fighting. And I was like, wow, I never expected the real house monsters of the boudoir. Like I never expected to see so much housewives level drama on Dragula, especially Titans. There is such a posturing energy in this cast. I just feel like they're all on, you know what I mean? Like what, what's the word for more on, you know? Oh, (laughs) they're, they're going to be a lot. They're going to be extra. Extra, Yeah. I mean, I think Astrid says, I expect the most ego of the egos. And I thought, you know, that's a helpful reminder early on that like these people are all ready to be back on TV. Oh yeah. And they want to, they want to make a splash. They want people talking about them. They don't want to go home. You know, I think, I think they know like how to be the Madeline Hatter, you know, and uh-huh. uh, and see the big picture, Clint, you know? Right. They know the moments that stick with fans. Like, you know, th- these are all people who've been watching the show and, and paying attention to how people are responding to it. Like, you come back on knowing not only the ride you want to watch, but the ride you want to give other people, you know? And like, sure. I, it, you can just feel, I mean, from, from go this episode, they really waste no time. In a way that, like, there was a part of it was like, okay, all right, you know, let's just, like, let's pump the brakes, you know? like you, you, Yeah, Zavaletta, calm down. You know yeah, I mean? yeah, you got 72 <laughs> more minutes, baby. You got 72 <laughs> more minutes. Yeah, when uh, Melissa B. Fierce came in, uh, who, you know, I just, 
it, it reminded me a lot of Zavaleta's energy. But yeah. when she came in, I was just like, oh, okay. You're you're coming back the same way that you came on. Got it. <laughs> yeah. And and this is really I mean, this is my first time meeting Melissa because I haven't really watched season Melissa. one. <laughs> Melissa. I mean, I love a Melissa. You know, we don't we don't have any we have we had a Megan on Holland mm. and we've had Beth. I mean Beth. <laughs> we've had Beth, we've had Megan. Other like no Caitlin's. We there's been Jessica's, you know. Jessica uh, Wild. Jessica Wild. No, Wilde. but M- Melissa Melissa's really talented. That's the thing about Melissa that I I'll we'll see how long she stays on. Apparently, like it doesn't matter how talented you are, right? The the idea is that they're all talented. I'd argue that like maybe one of them less so than others. But Melissa Oop. <laughs> oop but oop. Melissa is is like really, really fucked up and talented. She had, in my opinion, the scariest look this episode. The her her vampire, her vampire look, yeah. Her vampire Karen Black. I, uh, <laughs> okay. Well, we'll get there because that's that's about eighty two minutes away. Um, you know, I I don't want it because you know we're, let's let's just get into it. But before Melissa comes in, I do want to acknowledge Coco Kane, yeah, who but... I think is just gonna come in and just it just sweep us off our feet. I don't know. I was like, did I? Did I appreciate you as much last time around? Because we did. I'm good because I'm. I mean, I, I don't want to say it so early, but you know, let's just say it now that Abora is kind of the BSA of the episode. And for anyone who's new, or a reminder, BSA is best supporting actress, the one who stands out the most to us the whole episode, usually for reality TV reasons. Um, Abora technically is, but like strong nominations for Coco Kane for BSA. Oh God, that slutty pig! I that just slutty love... smoking pig. Coco Kane. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I was like, I, you know, especially, you know, at 96 minutes later, I was like, man, what a goose. What a, I'm so happy she's in the room. Yeah. I'm happy she's in the room too. It's an interesting energy to have, right? I feel like she is the reliable narrator and the yes. unreliable narrator is Tracy Morgan. Oh, oh. Oh, 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 wow. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Wow. She just sat down and said, here's good, thanks. I'm going to go here. No, I'm actually going to go there. I'm going to go there. I went there. Uh, You know, before Coco Kane, we should just mention it. What I love about Dracula, and I'm happy it's still here, is the opening kind of what is it? It's kind of like a, a tableau of sorts. It's uh, it's the opening, prologue. the pro, the prologue with the boules and looking gorgeous in their black and white Bride of Frankenstein looks, uh, a la a la Elvira, right? Um, uh, it was just uh, I don't know something I missed. Since the last season of Dracula, well, they do warn us. They do say you might as well get comfortable because you're going to be here for a long, long, <laughs> long time. And then I was like, "Well, I mean, <laughs> facts." Um, it, it didn't drag. It just, you know, it's just been a, a no pun intended. It's just like a, a thing I've been feeling lately of like, 
Good golly, Miss Molly. Season one, two, three, 42 minute episodes. Season one of Drag Race was like 17 minutes an episode. Yeah. It was so short. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah. So Coco and then Melissa. Melissa is also giving me, there's, you know, we're allowed to compare queens and monsters. It's just points of reference. We've talked about hundreds of people on these shows. Um, but there is out of drag kind of a Cameron Michaels kind of look. Oh, sure. Like, energy wise she's her own thing but like look wise I see a little bit of Cameron Michaels and in drag at least in this entrance look I was getting some of season 14's Alyssa Hunter okay yeah even destruction comes in I, do you, am I wrong I think she sounds like bitter Betty okay so let's talk about this I did I will keep an ear to the ground for the bitter Betty of Eva but like I'm also getting a beardless heartthrob Anderson from Eva destruction. And I think that's the thing that I've been, oh. it like, un, I was like, that's what it is. You're giving me heartthrob Anderson. That's why there's maggots under your skin. Uh, that's of. why there's spiders all over my tits. Yeah. Okay. My name is heartthrob, heartthrob Anderson for fuck's sake. Yeah. Right. Okay. Okay. Well, <clears throat> you know, Eva Destruction, I didn't have the most popular opinions about her on season three. It might have been the edit. It might have just been like what happens when cameras are on people and how they change. Um, I've always been a fan of Eva Destruction's drag. That laughing lip sync. It's is a classic. Iconic. Yeah. Uh, and she deserves to be on the season. She's a, a, a force to be reckoned with for sure. For sure. You know, I, when she came in, I, I guess I didn't expect so much season three shade. Kind of the way people, I, I don't know if they still do, but, you know, who remembers season seven anymore? But that way that people say, oh, season seven wasn't a good season of Drag Race, which we both know is not true. It's uh, not true. When we recovered it again, it was like, oh, no, this oh, is this is brilliant. Yeah. Amazing season. So many right. stars Challenges come out of the season. Challenges yeah, exactly. sucked. So many stars come out of the season. But. Right. I guess I never really had this idea that, oh, season three was not so good. I didn't know that either. Yeah. yeah. And like talking about big personalities, I assume they were just talking about Hollow. I guess Madeline had her as well. Maybe. Maybe Madeline. Who, the other one was um, Dolly. Uh, Dahlia. Dahlia. But, but even then, it's like when I think of like big personalities when it comes to Dracula, I'm like, well, they're all like they're all you know they're all nuts they're all basement oh kids, my god they're you know? all did you say basement kids basement kids they're basement <laughs> kids they're not just indoor kids they're basement kids there's a whole new level there's basement kids they're basement yeah. kids basement you know? kids because yeah ba basement kids like they make forts down there yep. they play video games yep. i was they a basement play dress kid. up yep they yeah they 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 make horror movies down there yep. yeah they're I very creative in the basement. I had a creepy unfinished basement. And so like, and, and you know, yeah, these are so all They're also very times. unsupervised in the basement. Oh God. Mom's on the second floor. Yeah. yeah. They're uh -huh. very unsupervised. I, I told you that horrible story about what my sister Nancy did with our neighbor, Ashley to my sister, Jilly. Did I tell you this? I kind of remember them like, let's scare Jilly to death. <laughs> What's that? You know, yeah. So they, they tied her to a chair. Oh, yes. Okay. I and was then they yep. knocked the chair over. Yep. And then ran upstairs and turned off the lights and closed the door. I thought, oh, it couldn't be that. But no, that's what I remembered. Was Jilly laying there. No, literally screaming. Screaming in a chair. You know. Don't let me down here, you fucking bitch. <laughs> Yes, what's 
that from? Silence of the Lambs. Oh, yes, yeah, Silence of the Lambs. Don't leave me down here, you fucking, fucking bitch. <laughs> Let's clip that. Oh, Let's clip Jesus. that. <laughs> yeah, that was my sister. Anyway, Basement Kids is brilliant. Eva Destruction. <laughs> and uh, season three, yeah, I had a lot of Basement Kid energies, right? It was Louisiana Purchase was down there. Yeah, she's kind of an attic kid. She's way <laughs> up in the attic sewing. That's true, yes. Yeah. Are you an attic kid or a basement <laughs> kid, you know? Uh, yeah, and then there was Priscilla. Season, th- I, you know, I thought season three was really strong. Land Insider won that season. Yeah, no, so, I, right? I, I was going to say. Interesting thing to talk about. It was a huge shift for Dracula, and I think that might be why it gets so mm-hmm. much flack, because it was a shift in production, right? They they changed up the boudoir and it looked a little cheesy. They have that fabulous ba da 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 bum bum bum. Don't tell mom the babysitter's dead. Uh, yes. Make it or break it moment music. Um, they season three also had just less intense exterminations, if that makes sense. Like, granted, jumping out of a plane is very intense, but what I mean is like it wasn't. It just didn't feel as like gritty as the first two seasons. Mm-hmm. I think that's what it was. Like season two feels more like season one, whereas season three feels more like season four. Right. But like th- th- something kind of got evened out. Maybe I guess compare. I don't know. I-, I guess all of this is to say that part of me is like, well, maybe I'll revisit season three because I liked season three way more than season four. Yeah. Like I remember like I remember having such a good time covering season three and just like living for the for the twists and the turns. Yeah. I, I feel like. Yeah, okay. Season three, I want to go back and revisit. That's 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 my takeaway from this. Um, Should we talk about Erica Clash and how she clashed with all the other Titans? Yeah, well, you know, the, the, yeah, boy. Boy, did that just... There's just that one in the room where it was like, oh, I, I they don't... They hate her. Why do they hate her? You were not invited to the sleepover. Yeah, you're, yeah her, her she, mom no, called their her mom. No, her mom called her mom. Yeah, exactly. Her mom called her mom, yeah. Um, what it did make me realize was, oh, we never saw Erica out of face paint yeah, yeah. Of, of, of any sort from season right. two. So part of me was like, oh, oh, yeah, I guess I don't know what you look like, you know? Yeah, I had no idea what she looked like. Um, I, I'm really happy to see Erica back. She is... She, I, I don't know why there was just so much muck thrown at her all episode she has and not in, in terms of her drag but there's something about her energy maybe it's also her voice there is like a jade jolie energy uh-huh <laughs> i mean let me come on i'm waiting are y'all my season four whores <laughs> i set the ball so high um oh. <laughs> for you to hit it hit that button um uh, yeah, there's just there's and I feel like Jade got a similar like wah wah kind of like response from the girls and or the, the, the oh folks bitter Betty four. was not having it. She yeah. was like, well, <laughs> God, I barely remember season four. Now that we're talking about it, I'm like, oh yeah, season four, season four, season Sigourney four. Beaver versus Sigourney, Mary Cherry, Mary Cherry. Oh mm-hmm. my God, it's it yeah. just insane. Um, well, not speaking of season four, but Yavska's back. Uh, I love that Coco was like, I don't know who this is. Like Coco does this <laughs> to her thing, face almost. To her, yeah. <laughs> Coco will like she does this thing where she'll say something with a gesture. And I remember during her season, she would like touch her eyebrow. Yes, she would it say was the something. eyebrow. Yes, and here where she's like, I don't know who she is. She like fluffs her hair, which is like, I don't know who that is. <laughs> and it's it, and there's a moment later. We'll talk about it later. That I just 
live for. But I just want to call out like Coco's little her little nuances. Yavska's the commentator of this season so far. Uh, yeah. Every kind, she has the shadiest shit to say about everything and I'm kind of living for it. I am too. I really hope she sticks around because there is also something about Yavsko where I'm like it is to me maybe the most unpredictable of like it is it is still very different from everybody else. Yeah. But like entrance look alone I was like this I don't feel like this like this is awesome. I don't feel like oh there's a mask. I don't know what's going on here, you know? Like it yeah. worked, you know. Yeah, I I I I appreciate the kind of different perspective that Yavska brings to the to the table. Yeah. And uh, I do hope she sticks around. Yeah, yeah. She's a total weirdo and I love it. I love it. Uh, then we have, you know, this. Uh, I feel like this this was true during season four and has only intensified. But like the big theater kid energy uh-huh. of Astrid Aurelia. Astrid Aurelia is the Rachel Berry of Dracula. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> there is... I mean, I feel like Astrid's initial season, there was kind of a, like, freshman, sophomore, uh, and mm. now it almost feels like senior grad student TA kind of, like... But same vibes, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, wearing the, a beret now. Uh-huh. You know? The vibe being, like, I'm do my do because I'm so great. I and mean, she may yeah. very well be very great. You know, I'm not trying to take that away from her because let me tell you, her finale look was fantastic. It was that like um, reindeer look. Um, oh, yes. I do remember that. Mm-hmm. She is like brilliant, right? And there's this sense of like entitlement there that I'm. it rubs a, a little... A little rough on me. Yeah, there's a little bit of like self-importance to the tone. It's like you know, uh, have a sense of humor about these things. You know, like I think. Yeah, lighten the, up, Jade. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Versus like you know when Vicky talks about things, I feel like she's a little more like chill about it. You oh know. Oh my god. Oh, I can't wait to talk about Vicky. Um, but she's last. She we is. get Hoso Teratoma. I feel like Hoso walks in, and I got it's a Sasha Colby moment. It's like, I mean, oh, shit. yeah. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah. that's exactly what that was. Like, like oh my yeah. god, Hozo should have won in in many people's eyes. You know, Tasha Colby. Tasha Colby. Yeah. Hoso Taratoma. Hoso Taratoma. Oh, oh shit! shit. <laughs> <laughs> to, 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 to the music. You know, Dolly is great. Dolly is fucking great. Everybody like loves Dolly, and like, I don't know. There's a world where Hoso. Should have won, but didn't because maybe she wasn't ready yet, quote unquote. I I feel like in my mind, even though I barely remember season four, like Dolly clearly won the the season. But like Hoso was probably the most kind of extreme drag and the most kind of like there's just so much drag to Hoso's drag, you know? Yes, exactly. It was specific. It was nuanced. It was very thoughtful. She brought in uh, multiple perspectives considering her cultures. Um, Dolly, though, the one thing I just take away with Dolly was that it was like, oh, did you make this look? Yeah, I did. Head to toe. Yeah. And it was just like it was like nice flex, like keep flexing it. She was just so impressive from start to finish and also was an adult in the room. And I think the Boulets really appreciate that. It's like we we really want to be able to work with you. Right. Bitch put in mm-hmm. was oh. like, you know, the, the babysitter that comes in. You have Vander Von Odd, who was like the most thoughtful person on that season. 
Landon Sider, right? It was just like, oh, daddy's home. You know what I mean? Uh, oh, yeah. Camp director Landon right. Sider. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I, And Dolly, big, big adult in the room energy. I, you know, I, I loved, I mean, I know Sigourney got into some drama. I remember last season feeling like there were moments when Sigourney and Dolly were like, just, they were that cool, hot couple. Yeah, they were the cool, hot couple. Oh, God. Yeah. I still think about that. Um, so anyway, uh, and this is where we're introduced to you know, Astrid's uh, any opportunity to express love for that person over there, mm-hmm. uh, love for Hoso. So we have the first part of our triangle mm. erected. I'm so glad you're here because I'm really horny. <laughs> I'm really horny. I'm really so glad you're here. Ugh! Don't you put your butthole on the table? Oh, wait, oh I remember. I, I could not. I was like, did she literally just like Pull put? Hole. Yeah. Put her cat butt on it. Like yeah. I, 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 she like spread her cheeks. Yeah, she smooched. She smooched the table. <laughs> um, Abora comes in. It's another oh shit moment, right? Uh, that's when she, I think she quotes Laganja. Y'all wanted a twist. Yeah, yeah. And and this is her one of her first kind of like season two moments of like, and I'm still a creep. Right. And it's like right. you don't have to be the crypt keeper right now. You could just be Abora. You could just be Laura Dern right now, which is what you're giving me. And I'm. Pleased as punch. Abora seems like the type of person who doesn't feel comfortable being herself on camera. It, yeah, I mean, that kind of shifting feels like somebody who's just kind of, you know, trying who to, do trying I to be? get comfortable. What am I supposed to be? Yeah. Who do you want? What, mm-hmm. uh, what I am is is worthless and a piece of shit, and, and uh, I'm not interesting otherwise. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, oh, God, I fucking love her. Anyway. <laughs> well, Abora loves Hoso, so now another part mm. of our triangle has been erected. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean... I, They'll get into it, but there was a part of me that kind of felt like this whole love triangle thing also like maybe didn't ever really take off. Like it was all kind of like interesting trivia in the room, but I was like, I don't, what are you going to do about it? You know, oh, God. Kendra Onyx comes in after the editors shadily just edit the somebody who screams going home first. Oh, right? yeah. Yeah. Uh, she quotes Shea Coulee when she walks in, which I thought was an interesting crossover as well. And then uh, similar crossovers when Melissa sees her, she says, when Kendra walks in and it's, a, or maybe, yeah, when Kendra walks in, it's 100% family. And mm-hmm. it just made me think of Delta going, when Raja walks in, it's 100% family. <laughs> <laughs> wait, she three. said the exact same thing? Uh, uh, yeah, basically. Yeah. No, wait, basically? What did. I mean, Mary, I don't have the court report. Oh, I thought, I thought that you quoted, I thought you were quoting both of them. That's yes. Like, yeah, yeah. They, so Melissa says, like, Kendra walks in. And it's a hundred percent family. Oh, and, I think and Delta says, says something like. And that. Delta says Raja walks in, and it's a hundred percent family. They both say a hundred percent family. Oh, that okay, that's that's what I was asking. Okay, wow. all right, thank you, Your Honor. Um, yes, I I know. So order, order, yeah, order. <laughs> I'd like a small baked potato, thanks. To a what? <laughs> to a what? <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of which, we finally get. Uh, Vicky Black, oh, also an oh shit in the room. It's the oh shit. The yeah, oh shit. shit. Yeah, oh shit. Yeah, oh shit. Yeah, oh shit. And now, particularly out of Dragon, I don't know if this ever came up during Resurrection, but have we already talked about the horse girl energy? Oh, I think we have. I feel it, like we have too. Very much there. She is big horse girl energy. Yes. And like, oh God, I just think this is her season. She is next 
level, Mary. I know. I mean, abs- I, I agree. I really like she is the one I could comfortably go and I'm rooting for you because you're just like and obviously this week it shows like you just you're so fucking good at this. Jesus Christ. You know, yeah. if I was in that workroom, I would have said, well, congratulations to Beverly. Yeah. Congratulations <laughs> to Vicky. Congratulations to Elizabeth. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would I would just I would just pack up my my garbage Jesus bag. Jesus Christ, home. she yeah. is so goddamn talented, so even keeled, so just kind of I don't know, just obsessed with the art. I, I you know I got to give it to her, Biella. Uh, yeah, fucking love Vicky. Anyway, yeah, uh, I have to take a quick pee break. I'll be right back. <laughs> I love when the boules come back uh, on screen and they're like, well, you all lost and we murdered you. Oh, oh, we're on the main stage now. We're here at the main stage. We're here at the main stage. Oh, yes. Uh, my only note before that was just that they waste no time deciding who the weakest link is, which was kind of going back to what we were saying before about how it's like they all came prepared. So it was like the moment they were in, it's like, well, I don't really know what you're doing here. I don't really know if you should be here, mm. uh, which felt... Um, was you know, that to Erica? It was like, I think it was to Erica. I think it was to Hoso. I think it was to Kendra. Like it was kind of, they were kind of all Yavska. They all kind of each picked out somebody they thought was the weakest link. Abora. So uh, yes, we are at the main stage uh, where we find out that there are no exterminations for Dragula Titans, which I think was a smart edit because the, the exterminations are just bits that don't ever feel like they're really deciding anything. Yeah, I agree with you. It, it's a, it is a, it's a big change. Uh, Dragula purists might be disappointed. They've been doing extermination since their live shows in L.A. Uh, at the end of things, right? But to put it up front means that all of them have to do it. Kind of like when they had to drink the goblet of blood or eat the spiders or whatever. Um, I, it, it just makes sense. Yeah, have everybody do it. And if you don't want to do it, we're going to bring back who was just eliminated. Uh, it does kind of pull in all-stars, RuPaul's Drag Race all-stars, though, doesn't it? Where they're, like, making them vote each other off. Well, I think with this one, I mean, and this is, like, an, a new thing of, like, we have, you know, the Fright Feet mini challenge. And if you fail or you don't participate, then the last eliminated returns. And it made me think with all of the setup we're getting this episode, it's like, is is Hoso going to sacrifice herself so that uh, Abora can come mm. back? You know what I mean? Like, would somebody, like, use that as an opportunity to kind of, I don't know, uh, or would that be an opportunity for somebody to come back? You know, like, it, I don't know. It, it would make great TV, and I feel like the Boulets would, like, be really pissed off about it. I mean, I think the upside is that, like, if it were to happen, like, maybe it's not Abora, but somebody, if, like, if that were to happen... What's smart about this twist is that, like, even if the if the the monsters, like you want to say the queens, um, like choose to like you know, uh, I don't know, sabotage themselves so somebody else can come back, it still brings another person back into the competition. It doesn't throw off the order or the number of people in the competition, versus like you know mm-hmm. somebody just saying right. like, oh, I'm gonna go home, you know. Right. No, that's true. That's true. It still keeps things on schedule, yeah. so to speak. Yeah, no exterminations. Uh, and what did you call them? Fright feats? 
fright feats. These are the mini challenges or fright feats. <laughs> fright feeties. You know, spiders all over my tits. That was a fright feat. I I kind of if I was a contestant, I'd be shaking in my boots because one thing that's nice about the exterminations is like, okay, I don't have to do all of them. Well, right. Yeah. I mean, that's and like even when they would do these little like, you know, uh, fright feet mini challenges in the past, it was like they did two or three of them like the you you could you could dodge, you know, uh, yep. a lot of this. Yeah. Like eating bugs. Even this one, Mary, I couldn't even watch. This was uh, I mean, I couldn't watch this. This was it was like blood. They were bobbing in blood and gore. Oh my god! <laughs> we can really start like assembling the oh my gods of drag. Oh my god! You know, uh, <laughs> and there's Monet's? a yeah. Oh, I got it. Oh, oh my god! <laughs> so Mary's, what are the oh my gods we're missing? You know. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! You guys. Yeah. Oh my god! Oh, oh my god! I just remembered. Uh, there was Raja O'Hara. Oh. God, remember oh. when she did that all season? <laughs> oh my god, that's Rose, <laughs> isn't it? I thought that was Raja during All Star Six. Um, oh, Raja, Raja, I thought you, Raja, no. Raja, Raja, no. I thought you were talking about that Raja, no, Raja, no, the, uh, the Raja O'Hara, yes. Oh yeah. my god, yeah, she does do that all season, it's fabulous. Yeah, I was, I went to Abby, oh my god, Abby, oh my god, uh huh. <laughs> and then I think RuPaul has some oh my gods, right? Yeah, I was like. Oh, no, my. she has. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my sweet gherkins. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I thought this was disgusting. And, uh, you know, I'm that's just me. I get squeamish around these extermination challenges. And God, most of them I would not do. So hat is off to all these contestants. Yeah, this was, you know, bobbing for Adam's apples. This was uh, super gross. I will say this is where. Because it kind of felt like a camp game. I am getting hot camp counselor energy from Melissa. Out of really? track. Oh, oh big. And there's a moment later that really wraps it around for me. But big hot camp counselor energy from Melissa. Like Friday the 13th part two, maybe, you know. I love this journey for you. I'm happy to watch it. I am not. She's not the counselor I'm attracted to. Well, just wait. Just wait until there's swimming lessons or something, you know. <laughs> okay great i'm telling you uh so melissa uh anyway astrid wins well melissa does one but astrid quote unquote wins the mini challenge right what was this little thing about like the note that just suddenly appears on the table and they're like what's that <laughs> oh it was i apologize i, I apologize. apologize i meant to put that on the board but i don't have time <laughs> uh no indeed melissa won uh, as we all saw, and but we got Astrid casting the show. I just was like, Rachel Barry, just sit down. You know, I know, I know. And you could you could hear the like, I'm taking control here, and it was like, okay, uh, you know, just in that moment, I, 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 I don't know. It was uh, she, obviously she did really well in the challenge, but in this, it was just like. Maybe you're just not the alpha of the group, you know? You don't need to be, you know? Yeah, you don't need to be. I mean, I full T, like, she was, she did say, she's like, oh, if you won, I'll, like, absolutely, no, no hard feelings. Like, she was like, oh, but I won. Like, and then the producers were like, oh, we need to go check the footage. Right. 
well, but then it all worked out great because so here's the thing. They got a lot like, of drama. They yeah. got a lot of drama. I mean, you know, another girl, really nice moment for Coco is when uh, they're just like figuring it out. And like Erica says, we're all just going to make it work. And Coco says, didn't sound like that just a second ago. And like, tugs, <laughs> tugs at her ear when she was, says it. I just another you gotta watch out for Coco. She has yeah. them all. She has them all. I feel like there was a, a moment when Erica was like, Oh yeah, you know, I, I I've danced in NYC, blah, 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 blah. And I think like was it Coco who just like rolls her eyes? Yeah. She, and she rolls her eyes later when Astrid's talking about her look. Like it's really that, yes. they cut to her towards the end laughing after a bore gets eliminated. Yeah. It's really it's all I mean, it, she is the in the room commentator. Oh, she's you know? phenomenal. Yeah. She's phenomenal. Um, but yeah, the, the note that appears on the table, uh, it was very much Phantom of the Opera moment. Uh, do you know this reference? I, I don't. If it wasn't on The Real Housewives, I don't remember it. Oh, I see. <laughs> so basically, in Phantom of the Opera, there's kind of a comedic thing that happens where the Phantom, he keeps sending the producers notes about how he wants the opera to go. And... It's, you know, it's always like, oh, I found another note and it and it's what the Phantom wants and he's kind of controlling things. Uh, so that's what this kind of felt like. It just came out of nowhere. It's like, oh, what's this? Oh, my God. Oh, so so sorry. Melissa, you you won. <laughs> Melissa won. And so she immediately changes up the roles. And, oh, yeah. And, you know, uh, and it was I loved it. I I, I feel like. You know, we have seen so many castings on different episodes of Drag Race, and I want to be fair, and and what do you need right now to feel mm -hmm. confident, and right. like all of it. We've seen all, like literally, uh, that kind of discourse don't around do the table. That. Yeah, and instead it was like, no, you're gonna be this now because you gave me an attitude, and you're gonna do this, and that's the end of uh, it. I do. It's so refreshing for them to be like, no, your weakness is this. Yeah, I'm giving you this role. Oh wait. It uh, the, You have to sit on the couch? Okay, yeah, that's the worst role. I don't mm -hmm. want you to do anything else. Okay, great. Uh, the, yeah, I think that, yeah, make it a competition. I wonder if they were directed to be this cutthroat. I don't know. I mean, you know, and this was obviously Melissa driving this. And, you know, I think she she just came a-blazing, you know? Yeah. She came to be fierce. I mean, she, like, <laughs> Melissa be fierce delicious. Yeah, that's exactly what's <laughs> happening. It's it's Miss, it's Melissa be fierce delicious. Miss <laughs> Melissa over here. <laughs> Melissa and Becky over there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Melissa be Becky. Yeah, Melissa be Becky. Yeah. So Erica is watching TV with Abora, Kendra, Melissa, and Yavska. Uh, I might call her. Oh no, Coco are dancing in the living room. Uh, Astrid's the host. The Ouija board twins are Eva and Hoso. And the Carving Pumpkins people is Yaska and Vicky. Um, I I think the best part of this, this whole thing uh, was when Kendra and Yavska were going at it. Oh, then this little mini fight happens. Mm. This, this, you know... Uh, well, you look like a Teletubby on a toilet bowl. Well, I don't even know what to say about your look because you don't have anything. It was, uh, well, flush, flush, which for Real Housewives of New York fans, this was a very big clip, clip, Dorinda moment. It was, um, yeah, I mean, this, I, I don't know. I, I felt like this was just kind of a little amuse-bouche. This was just like you're doing a tasting menu and here is just like a little tapas dish, you know? I just, I, I feel like Yavska is okay to go back and forth with somebody for the fun of it. 
even if it's kind of vicious, right? And Yasuka, I think, can take it, which I think is really important in this energy. And you found this out later on in the show, but it was it just made it so entertaining to watch, knowing that there was actually no real stakes, you know? It was just like drag reads in a dressing room. Yeah, like this was this was drag drama. Oh, man. This was you sabotaged her release on Drag Race Philippines. Oh, man. <laughs> um, uh, what was the other? Oh, then it was, oh, this quote. Oh, can we keep it professional, please? Oh, yes. Astrid, you know, just so uh, maybe I should have put me and Hoso on the couch. And yeah, oh, my God. This was this was a Bora, like, kind of performing a line yeah. on TV. She was being like the petulant teenage daughter on like a, a sitcom. Uh, can we keep it professional, please? Uh, she was just like the annoyed secretary in a workplace comedy in the 90s. Also, Pot Kettle, right? It was like, well, like, oh, you know, of, of all the people, like of all the people, it's the, the, the irony. She's um, calling for her to keep it professional and then later has like a whole end of a rom-com love scene. With I mean, Hoso Teratoma. This is why she's such such the BSA of the episode. Yes. It just, I mean, it's just, a, it's a roller coaster. Uh, there is, it, it's just, uh, anyway, instead of rehearsing, everybody catches up in the workroom, which I felt like part of the 96 minute episode was like, oh boy, we're really going to spend time watching everybody catch up. Astrid talking about how it's fucking hard in New York City. Uh, I don't know what Vicky and Yavska were talking about, but Vicky says, kids are cruel. They really are. And I was like, wow, you guys went... You guys went deep instead of rehearsing. This was, uh, I don't, I wondered if there was something, if these were little Easter eggs, you know, these little chicken nuggets, as Mo Hart would say. Oh. Um, but I didn't, I don't know if I needed this, all the catching up, you know? No, I didn't need all of it. Uh, I don't think we got, I don't think we got anything really of substance except for, you know, I have deep admiration for her talent, face, mind, and body. And, you know, I get no inclination that she has, she feels the same way about me. You know, I've taken her on many romantic trips and endeavors and she was staring at her phone the whole time. <laughs> so that was the next day. That oh, was the, that was the next day. That was the next day when Yavska has the school librarian Halloween sweater vest on. Oh, That's where her. they continue to catch up. And then indeed I have uh, that clip you quoted right there. Oh, thank you. I don't know if Hosa wants to do this or not, but... <laughs> I confess to her that I have a deep, deep admiration for her talent and her face and her mind and her body. Well, From our interactions together, I get absolutely no inclination that she feels the same way about me. I've taken her on many romantic trips and endeavors, and she was just staring on yeah. her phone the entire time. Oh, that's not what... Okay. I remember it a little different. <laughs> like, I'm... Like, just the delivery of that it's like okay i'm gonna go inside now i need you to go home laura dern oh i'm taking her on many romantic trips and endeavors yeah like what are those i took you to the railroad museum i don't know it was <laughs> very very odd what are um, romantic endeavors what are romantic trips what's romance i don't understand that i i, I want a montage there was this whole, yeah, right? That's when it would go. Uh, and, and then, what did she say? She was like, you don't even DM me. It's like, oh, God. I, then, it, then it turned into, I was like, okay. I, 
I don't even know if this is real anymore. Yeah, I I I don't know. It all felt like <clears throat> a little too personal, but also like a little too much like a script at the exact same time, you know? I agree. When she was like, I wrote what a mess. She's like, I cannot stand to be without you. I'm like, this is intense. Yeah, this stinks of a mess already, as Eva Destruction says. <laughs> oh, it is. It's, it stinks of a mess. <laughs> Yavska's response to that, though, when she was just like, oh, with her arms. Oh, <laughs> gooped. The whole, Yavska, Yavska was gooped the entire She's the scene. audience, yeah. She was the audience. She and Coco just continue to give in-the-room reactions. And then, you know, and then uh, Astrid... Unfiltered is Yavska, which I really appreciate. I think right, she's right. very unfiltered. In that sweater Yavska. vest. Yeah, um, sure. And then, yeah, then, then you know, there's some, you know, Abora going after Astrid. It's like, you really think you should be hosting, given being an amateur host? And it was like, I don't even know what this is. And, and I think the moment where Astrid kind of like, I guess, had a pretty solid response... And then Abora did that sort of performative, well, I'd like to see you pull your pants down. And that's when we got the full hole. Oh, the ass crack, yeah. That, I felt to me, was kind of a perfect example, that little micro moment before the ass crack, of kind of like the weird dynamic with Abora. It was like, what are you doing right now? Are you having a real conversation? Mm -hmm. Are you throwing drag queen shade in a workroom on TV? Or are you doing it all in quotes? You know what I mean? I just got that... <laughs> Abora has been around longer than most of the Dragula monsters, right? And is kind of this legend. Also a legend for being pretty unhinged, pretty difficult sometimes, but also just brilliant. And the energy that I get watching this episode is that Abora was very uncomfortable here. Well, that makes two of us um, <laughs> yeah so th this you know shifting from a bore but when melissa explains to erica why she gave her that role because she was given her sass about oh. spinning and twirling in new york big camp counselor energy mm. see so that's why i gave you that role you understand now because you gave me an attitude and so that's what happened so do you understand now like it was very much a lesson and like you know mm -hmm. we're gonna learn how to have respect this summer you know erica i just feel like they're all kind of like slapping her around though Mm -hmm. And she is, she's just keeping on. Erica has zero allies in this boudoir. I guess so. And I feel right? terrible about it. She has zero allies. I feel like by the end, you know, I feel like Kendra kind of like acknowledged like when she was like, you know, Erica pleaded her case and she didn't throw any under, anyone under the bus. I kind of think in a way that like, not jumping too far ahead, but like when uh, they said that like Abora, her energy brought down Erica. I kind of think in a similar, like in the challenge, I think in a similar way, Abora kind of being so obviously difficult in this moment and kind of like putting down other queens to, you know, pump herself up only made Erica look better and more allyable. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like more of someone to kind of go, okay, well maybe we need to like lay off you a little bit. Like, in comparison, you're kind of harmless, you know? You know, I got to say, just relating it to Survivor, sometimes the the contestant that's, like, on the chopping block or the one that doesn't have an al alliance or any allies on the team or on the tribe, that's the best one to team up with because Erica is, like, a free agent. Erica will use – she will latch onto anybody, right? Mm -hmm. And if you need somebody, she's going to be there. 
Yeah, right. Like I, I feel like exactly. She's a free agent. She doesn't come with other attachments. Um, she's not in the alliance with Melissa and, and Coco and Kendra. You mm-hmm. know, um, you know. I we've had much to say about Abora, but I will say Abora is the one who recognizes the "Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead" music cue. Yep, correct. And it made me feel so seen. I'm not that I'm saying Abora listens to this podcast, but it was like, <gasps> yes. Thank you. Like I'm just so happy that that music cue, the bum 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 bum, means something to other people. I'll edit some of it in here just so we can under us. You it's know? great. It is. Uh, don't tell mom, babysitter's dead. Make it work moment. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, I'm it, putting the brooch over the, the coat. Yeah. Yes, exactly. It just lives yeah. there. Ugh, so good. Um, in this montage, right, I think that, you know, the, the producers are going around to each monster and they're talking about their looks and we get the Coco sewing thing, which is all uh, very funny. Such a Julia Child moment. Of like, oh, <laughs> yeah, and no, don't look don't because look, I messed up. Yeah. Um, Kendra and Vicky have a moment um, where Vicky learns that Kendra has been holding on to things for years. Yeah. You know, this whole conflict, I thought, was kind of uh, like... Uh, I'm glad that it did not extend any further Same. than this episode. Like nothing. It, it felt was like nothing. Kendra needing something to have mm-hmm. because I don't know. Like I'm just like it felt like a, an actual Titan versus a little imp. It's like really? Vicky doesn't have time for this. Vicky hasn't had time for this. Kendra, this is the only thing you've been focusing on. That that right. that says more about you than it does about Vicky. Like Vicky's like, wait, what? And like Vicky didn't send you home. The Boulets sent you home. Yeah, right. You know, like not for nothing. Uh, I, what was interesting is when they did have that conversation, and like Vicky like stumbled on the word animosity, and then they kind of like bonded in like a weird kind of like mm. ironic moment. They bonded over the word animosity, and I was mm. like. That was it. You guys diffused whatever tension you, that sure. may have been in this conflict with that human moment, and it was over. And I was like, good, because this was a whole bag of nothing. I just feel like Kendra doesn't Kendra doesn't even know who Vicky Black is. Like, I feel like if she knew who she was, she'd understand the context of Vicky Black and be like, oh, why do I, why do I have animosity towards this person? That's yeah, weird. Vic- <laughs> Vicky's like, you don't even exist to me. <laughs> You're nothing. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> You're the whore. You're and the whore. It's gotta stop. <laughs> uh, Good reference, Mary. Thank reference. you. Thank you. Seasonal, even <laughs> seasonal. It's very seasonal. Um, yeah, they have the faux "I'm not ready" acting that happens at the end of the segment, which uh, you know they're keeping in, I guess. <laughs> I know. Astrid was like, "I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine." It's like, yeah, you have like another two hours. You're fine. <laughs> You're fine. Um, Judges, Cassandra Peterson is back. Justin yeah. Simeon, I think, is back. Yeah, he's been on before. Yeah, uh, and we get this Halloween party. And Mary, I just want to take a quick tangent. I know we're an hour in, but hey, why not? Didn't stop Dragula. But, yeah. Um, <laughs> the ruffle chips in a bowl, specifically the ruffles. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the st- it was like a shot at the Halloween party. It just brought me to Halloween parties when I was a kid. The ruffles in the bowl. Oh, I, I so we are our house. We were not ruffles people. So ruffles were special because they were at other people's houses. Like, oh, you guys have ruffles. And it, there was no real reason we weren't ruffles people. It just happens. And I feel like so ruffles at a Halloween party in like a very certain kind of bowl, you know, like a certain kind of mm-hmm. 
party bowl. Uh, party bowl. Some kind of party bowl. Um, are and and if there's a if there's a you know sour cream and onion dip or something nearby or some kind of French onion dip, I can get together with that too. Uh, I also there's something about this house kind of going with the Halloween party. The rounded doorway into the kitchen is such a oh. thing. I feel like I don't think I've ever lived in an apartment with a rounded doorway, but it's like a very I live specific in one right thing. now. I'm looking at oh. it right now. Yeah, uh, it's a very specific energy. Yeah, uh, it reminded me of the Wonder Years house. Yeah, the Wonder Years like a little bit of like Roseanne, uh-huh. you know, it, wooden that, wooden walls, wood paneling. Yeah. yeah, wood paneling. That's what they call. Yeah, it. I like knew where the bedrooms were. Like I knew how uh-huh. the house was laid out. You yeah, know? the rugs going up the uh, the stairs, that kind mm-hmm. of thing, uh, or the carpet going up the stairs. Uh, there's like an, a cast iron, not cast iron, an iron um, banister. Yeah, the wrought iron. Yeah. Oh, it's wrought iron. Yeah. Um, yeah, I love this world that they created. I loved the song. And I, yeah, this, I love the uh, Nosferatu beach party for the same reason. The aesthetic of it, the production value of it, them making the challenge look great and not showing them fuck up in this challenge until later. I appreciated it all. I thought it was so good, and I thought Melissa looked so scary when the lights went red. Oh, I loved when the lights went red. I loved when it went to that. It was it, I. The second time I watched the episode, that the, this little video like came together for me even more. Maybe because I already knew it was going to happen, so I wasn't like watching so closely, and also like remembered that indeed the way Dragula is is like they don't show you. The, the all of the mistakes in mm-hmm. the, you don't have to watch the floor show to look for the reasons why someone's going home right you don't have to do that you just enjoy the floor show yeah and then later feel that and then think later they, yeah. yeah think that then later <laughs> they'll show you another clip that they didn't show in the in the actual floor show um so I uh yes I felt like Melissa looked great as I said looked like Karen Black which is a compliment uh I know you had hinted at some Tracy Morgan before. I feel like Kendra was giving me Leslie Jones as Frankenstein. <laughs> that too. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I I think Kendra, the electrocution part was probably Kendra's strongest moment. Otherwise, Kendra was a little lost, um, as was uh, oddly um, Eva Destruction was a little lost for me, even though she looked great. Uh, she just, I don't know. She didn't pop for me in this challenge. Uh, it was all about Vicky. Like, Oh, I mean, you know, Eva, like she was, uh, there was uh, maybe it's Chanel that I was just, there was something about this look that I was like, it felt familiar and maybe it was giving me a little bit of Chanel. I thought she did fine, but I think that Eva, like when she was putting that pumpkin mask on in the boudoir, I was like, oh man, that's going to be tough to kind of lip sync in. But she created something that was like, I, I, there was a Who, jaw. Vicky? Yeah, Vicky. Vicky. Yeah. Yeah, right. there was a jaw. There was like a whole like new expression with this pumpkin mask. And oh I was my like, God. that is so GD smart. And it was scary. And she had the, 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 the seed reveal. Oh, God. The whole outfit, Mary, was just brilliant. It was yeah. just like. <laughs> Sasha Colby, you know, her hair looks good. Her nails look good. She's not going anywhere tonight. Oh, my God. When they were laughing about that. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, she they know as well. Like, okay, she's she's not going anywhere. Uh, It was. Yeah, it was fun. You know, it was. uh, I think the first time I watched it, like, I'm glad, obviously, you know, 
it, it, I needed to watch it again to take notes and, you know, to show up today, my sparkling self. But I, I think the second watch made me appreciate this all more because the first time I watched it, my initial reaction was like, I think I was expecting more from Titans. Like I was expecting like oh. something bigger or like a big floor show or something mm. else. And I think it's just, you know, yes. You know what I mean? Like, I think there was a part of me that thought like, oh, these are the looks for the first episode. Okay. Right. That That's actually a really great point. This probably should have been an episode two challenge. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and episode one, it should have just been like, okay, come in as your Titan self. Yeah. Right? And come do a fucking floor show. Right. And then exactly. And then this be the second challenge. I think maybe that's what I was kind of gearing up for and then this felt a little like oh i had to kind of look for it in the room you know yeah and uh, let's see the drama between eric and abora and how poorly they work together right mm-hmm. like it, it yeah it seemed a little limiting um but uh, uh, still i love this type of challenge and i yeah uh victoria elizabeth black like jesus fucking christ Jesus fucking Christ. You know who else made me laugh out loud when she first appeared, when she turned around, it was Coco. And I know Coco got kind of red because her outfit or her costume wasn't as elevated as the rest. But, you know, she turned around and I was just like... Uh, yeah, you like these big tits? <laughs> <laughs> yes. I just laughed. I was just like, oh, God, you were so good. You are so fucking Good and it, it kind of oh, doesn't matter. Fire. Oh, oh, fire! Oh, it fire! It kind of doesn't yeah. matter. It just I don't know. I but I hear what the boulets are saying. Like, all right, like you have to do a little bit more than this. Yeah, I think when she was like leaning in the doorway, I was like, I don't even. It was almost, I mean, pizza queen energy where I was uh-huh. like, I don't care what you're wearing. I oh, just think you're, so you're just funny. so, oh, you just such. I mean, I think even like Justin Simeon, I think said was like. I just kept looking at you. And that is true. Like Coco definitely did not have the lip sync down. I could see that the performance wasn't there, but like I was still looking at her more than I was looking at the other two in the group. Did you like Abora's look? I, I didn't, I liked it. I guess I was kind of like, why don't you just say you were a witch? Mm-hmm. Problem solved, witch, you know? <laughs> She's a witch. I, you know, I feel like she, that's what I got. And then it said, question mark, question mark, question mark. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and even in the, in the boudoir when, you know, they're, you know, each talking about their looks and Bora was like, it's a meta costume. Like you'll get it when you get it and then you'll get it. You get it. And it was like, no, I don't. Are you a witch? Yeah. What is the meta-ness of this? Mm-hmm. I feel like she's, I feel like she was trolling i feel like the boule sent her home because they knew they were like uh, we're not going to do this all season girl sorry right it did feel a little bit like trolling of like well i guess you just didn't get it but it was much more imaginative than everybody else it's like no 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 yeah just even justin simeon said like look i honor everything that's going on inside you and we need a bridge yeah, honor your queer self, build a bridge to others. I thought that was really interesting. It's it's similar to when they say, like, if you have to explain it, then the story didn't come across mm-hmm. about the look, you know? Yeah. Um, well, uh, indeed, uh, Kendra, Melissa, Hoso, and Yavska were safe, and Astrid and Vicky and Eva were the top three. Coco and Erica and Abora were the bottom three. And Vicky, rightfully so, won this week. Oh, it was so good. <laughs> Yeah. I was so happy. Yeah. I mean, not not that Astrid or Eva like 
uh, they both looked impeccable, right? And I also was, I don't know, Vicky's was just so out of the box and I hadn't seen anything like it before. Eva's I've seen before. Astrid's I've kind I mean, the details I've never seen like that before. It was really well made and everything and, and conceived. But, like, I've seen that costume before, you know? Yeah, yeah, certainly. Um well, uh, the monsters are pulling the lipsticks this season, so to speak, you know. Uh, Is that before or after they kiss on the lips? So it's announced that the boudoir, the boudoirs, the boudoirs, the boudoir brothers, the boulets tell them that, you know, you will be deciding, you'll be voting, you know, with ballots, who's going to be going home this week. Then they send them to Dragula's Untucked. Um, and that is when we get... Uh, the kiss. Uh, <laughs> so there's a couple things here. So like, oh, there's a lot. Yeah, there's a lot. I mean, this is truly anybody who's watching the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills reunion. This is part three. Like, this is just it's it's so ridiculous. Um, the ways in which like, and it almost made me wish Abora was going to stick around longer. But the ways in which Astrid and Hoso were defending Abora when it mm. was clearly just for personal reasons. Mm. Wait. Astrid was defending Abora? I think Astrid was. I think a little bit. I, so Astrid says something about like, and it reminds me of when Bitch Puddin says in season two, like that artist over mm. there. And there's a moment where Astrid says, I'm just, you know, thinking about that human over there. Like, I think Astrid was trying to be a little more like oh. compassionate, you know? Uh, yeah. Uh, there is kind of like an ass kissing, it seems. Um, yeah. Uh, she where, is so fantastic. Right. And Kendra's like, well, I'm not taking my titty out for her. That's a grown-ass woman. And I think it's that's a great expression. I'm not taking my titty out for that. Yeah. Oh, brilliant. Yeah, no. Uh, it does create a lot more drama. There's a lot more fighting. Who goes home? I, was, it, was it Hoso who basically was like, well, we can say how we all think we should vote all we want, but we can do whatever we want when we get in there. Right, right. And I was like, that's right. That's right. Eva's kind of like being the Bendela creme of like, I just think we need to vote fair. Oh, fuck like, you, Eva. I'm just like, no, 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 no. And but if I find vote how, how you want to vote. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, uh, speaking of which, that's when we get this. There's this little seemingly off camera, but your mics are totally on moment where mm. Abora and Hoso are sitting together. Well, you know, people are starting to vote and Abora is like, you know, I don't want you to see me this week. And, and this moment. So this really stood out to me was the it made me really think like oh so you know exactly what you're doing because like you're parsing out like such little scraps but you're not saying what you know abora wants he wants to hear you say so when host was like you know that i am a a fan a, a fucking fa a super fucking fan like you're saying fan instead of you know, and, and I can't right. wait to see what you do. It's so like, you're such a great guy and you have such a great personality. It's it's such a breakup conversation, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, it was, uh, I was really uncomfortable watching it. Yeah, and like, I'm not going to admit it on camera, but you know, like. I'm on camera right now. You're on camera right now. And, uh, and then all of that is then followed by that kiss that I just, I kept thinking like, Abora's nose couldn't yeah. have gotten through that unscathed, you know? I mean, I will say this. We didn't really talk about the details of Hoso's look. Hoso's look was brilliant as that pirate. But, uh, and just the, the image, the optics of the pirate talking to this alien witch. Witch, yeah. And then kissing and the nose. Yes. 
Yeah, it's so, it's just like, <laughs> what is, like, cut to Coco Cane rolling her eyes, you know what I mean? Yes, exactly, yeah. exactly. Um, you know, before we kind of wrap up, I do want to just send send flowers to uh, Yavska's look. You know, she had three pumpkins on her. Um, and, yeah. And uh, it was... It was a, just a creative way to do a mask look. You know what I mean? I don't know. Uh, I thought it really worked. I thought there was some interesting detail in like the area, like around her eyes. Like it looked like mm-hmm. there was some like kind of interesting like texture she created. Um, yeah, I mean, I I also want to throw a rose or two to Coco versus the quill while she was putting in her oh, palette. Oh, so fabulous! And that moment, great she was little like, bit. Yeah, how do you spell Abora? It was like the Whoopi and Ghost <laughs> moment. Can I have another? Yeah. yeah, I signed the wrong name. I signed yeah. the wrong name. That's what it was. It was I signed the wrong name. How do you spell Abora? It was the exact Thank same. Thank you so moment. much. Thank yeah. you so much. Can I keep this? Yeah. <laughs> oh so my much. god, that was um, so funny. <laughs> she, uh, what was I going to say, Mary? Um, uh, you want to oh, mention? throwing throwing flowers. Oh, you know what I wanted to ask you. So, th- the challenge was, you know, basic Halloween costumes, but then you know, elevate it to your drag. What Halloween staples were missing from this Halloween party that maybe a Bora could have done, or anybody could have done? Well, as we're saying it, like, am I miss? Was there a witch? There was no witch. There was That's... no skeleton. Yeah. I there would have was, done a witch. You would have done a witch. Big uh, time. There was no um, werewolf. There was no werewolf. Uh, there was, yeah, there was, I mean, what else? What else? There's no up? black cat. There's no, yeah, there's no cats at all. Should have been yeah. at least one cat at a Halloween party. No sexy nurse. That would have been cool. Is like be a sexy nurse, but be like disgusting you know i feel like that would have been bitter betty or sigourney uh-huh, beaver right? uh-huh. yeah uh yeah i didn't know if there were any kind of like horror horror icon staples that were missing um yeah i mean i you know other than kind of doing like you know kind of obvious copywritten characters i feel like frankenstein is like a your mary shelley's like you can have it but um yeah, I I don't know. I don't know what are we missing. You know, I feel I think like we got most. We of got them. them all. Skeleton. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm sure there's one right. Like a zombie. Yeah. Know? Oh, zombie! Somebody was screaming zombie. Yeah. Somebody, somebody was, was like, and I heard them. Zombie. zombie. <laughs> um, Annie Wilkes. All right, Mary like, Shelley. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, we, it, it, a copywritten characters. Yeah, Annie Wilkes. Right, Annie Wilkes. Of course. Uh, of course. Yeah. Of course. Um, um, there's a lot of copywritten characters that could be added to this. Freddie and um. Jason and Michael and uh, Texas Chainsaw, Leatherface, you know, yeah. um, Carrie at the prom. Oh, Carrie at the prom. That's what I, I think if that, that would be a fun one to reinterpret as well. Carrie comes to a Halloween party after going to the prom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, we, we have nothing else they have to do other than to get at the, to the, the top of a box, a very double dare kind of box and decide who's going to be dropped. And it comes down to a Bora and Erica on drag race. You get the chop on Dragula. You get the it's drop. Mm. And it's, I almost expected like, Oh, maybe they should have dropped her before saying her name. Like there's no suspense. You know what I mean? A Bora. <laughs> and you're like, and then two seconds later, Kabunk. Like it's so I feel like Coco is laughing because it was just so goofy, you know? I wonder if there's a lot that we didn't hear. Cause right, Abora screams and falls, but where does she go? Well, does she literally only drop like six or seven feet? 
it onto that. a mattress. You know what I mean? Yes. And she's on the other side of like a plywood wall with like fabric over it. And they're like, Abora, stay down. Yeah. 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 Like Coco is probably, she can hear the PA going, Right. Come, Abora, if you want to just come with me, sweetie, here we go. Come on, just come through this <laughs> hole over here. And that's why she's laughing. Yes. Right. Exactly. Because she yeah. didn't go to hell. She's literally on the other side of a wall. Well, because I don't, th- unless like they're already on a stage and it's, you know, the the whole set is above. Like, she didn't drop very far unless there was some sort of slide that went backwards. Like No, she dropped four feet onto right. a big mat. Like, it was all, like, it, it was so silly because, like, after she's eliminated, then even, like, the camera pans up and you could see, like, the lighting and, like, you oh, know, some kind sure. of, like, drop curtain in the background. And I just love that reminder of, like, oh, yeah. we're just, Like, no, I remember moments of that in, like, floor shows of past seasons. Like, oh, yeah. We're just in a studio. This is like the metal chairs and the folding tables of season one and two. You know, it is very kind of I don't know charming that they. I love it. They yeah. set up this box. They put this moving graphic on the front of it that didn't change at all when Abora dropped. No, I thought there would be something there that would happen. Her name or some some graphic, right. yeah, but nothing. And it yeah, it felt kind of like a backyard. Show, which uh-huh. uh, you know, is a callback, I think, to season one. Would I would I have appreciated less boudoir production value and more of extermination, souls dropping into hell production value? Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. I I don't need the boudoir to be. I don't need I, the boudoir. I don't need it to be dressed yeah. up the way that it is. I I think grimy. We was like fun. the backstageness. Yeah, of it. yeah. Mm-hmm. Metal chairs. Ugh. Well, you know, uh, we are uh, we are off to the rate. I don't know how many episodes Dragula Titans is going to be, or if they're all going to be full length movies. But I remember last season we couldn't find out what the next show was, and then later we found out. Oh, you could. You just have to look it up here. Oh yeah, there's always like some other like tvline.com that well has, like, but the... no but like did did tv line say what the names of the episodes were i think so I, okay. I, I feel like i remember something like that folks have said mary i if want that knowledge yes yeah. i absolutely want that knowledge so please do send that to us if you know what the names of the next episode or next episodes will be yeah i mean i don't want any spoilers but uh yeah no spoilers but like i certainly want to know if this counts as a spoiler, like what the name of the next episode is. I don't know. Like, I want to know when the girl group challenge is going to happen. Yeah. Well, I want to know what love is, you know? I want you to show me. Don't sh- don't tell me, Valerie. Show me. Show me. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Um, so, Mary, marks for the first episode of Dragula Titans? Uh, I, I would say, I mean, BSA, like, I really want to give it to Coco, you know what? It's an upset. Abora was incredible, but I'm going to give it to Coco. She brought me more joy this episode. Interesting. Uh, I'm, yeah. I, I will just respectfully disagree and say that this was Abora and her arc as the BSA. Yeah. Well, you know, maybe she'll come back and get another chance. But uh, I would say overall, I had a I had a good time. It was obviously a lot more interpersonal drama than I expected. But if you think about it, with Abora leaving, I'm sure there'll be more fighting. But, like, they also resolved a lot of the little stuff that, like, I'm fine for drama. But, like, 
I don't want to watch them like hash out like, well, on season two, it's like season two was so many sandwiches ago. Move on. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to watch them rehash old shit. Agreed. I think I think the energy will be hopefully a little bit calmer, um, a little bit. But there's still Melissa's in the room. You got Yavska in the room. Um, and, you know, I just think those are those are some. Oh, I think we're not done with with the, you know, Erica next week is going to come down from that little. Oh, right. She's going to fuck all of you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Her season four whores, you know, her her season one Titans whores. (laughs) Are you all my season four whores? (laughs) Oh, my God. <laughs> so I think it's going to be interesting. Uh, you know, I mean, I, I I love Dracula. I'm here for it. I Same. know I've been com- I've yeah. been kibitzing about a long episode, all episode, but like I had a good time. If I'm being honest, I wish this had started three weeks ago. I wanted I this to be all of October to get me into the Halloween spirit. But Halloween's going to be over by the second episode. You know, girl, can I just say because I normally don't find myself aligning with Gia Gunn, but I did put, uh, I, I popped on a Twitter, you know, just to kind of glance and she had some tweet about like, is it just me? Or are we like over Halloween this year? And I was like, Gia, <laughs> I, I think you're right. Like I care, but I don't really care about Halloween this year. Like I, I I'm like, oh, okay, whatever. Like Gia, and you know, obviously there were like, you know, shits in the comments who were like, no, that's just your negative attitude. I'm like, no, I think she's actually right. I think she's on to something. Some people look forward to Halloween every year. Look at Cameron Chaney. I love Halloween. I am someone who has looked forward to it for most of my waking life and a couple of the quiet ones where I was sleeping as a baby. But I... A baby. A baby. <laughs> Where's the button? Where's the button? I have it. Hi, baby. <laughs> um, but this year, I don't know what I'm going to do for Halloween. I the one thing that I didn't get to do that always gets me into the Halloween spirit is carve pumpkins. Um, I didn't get to do that in Portland for obvious reasons. Um, Pumpkin but shortage. I did celebrate Halloween, right? Like I was, I did do things on Halloween that were spooky and whatever, and like watched scary movies and things. So I will be watching a scary movie. Uh, I have to conduct a rehearsal on the actual Halloween, but I'm gonna come home. And I'm going to watch a scary movie, turn the lights out. Like, it's going to be a really scary movie. This have you weekend, decided what it's going to be? I have not. But I know that this weekend I have to watch a very scary movie. I have to watch Poltergeist because we're going to talk about it on the Free Skate episode on Halloween. So that will be this weekend. Um, uh, that, like, that'll be Saturday night. You know what I mean? Um, so that's kind of spooky. Um, well, I'll say this. In your hunt for something to watch, there's a new one that... that was in theaters and just came out on HBO Max called Barbarians or Barbarian that was uh, stupid. Really, like, I didn't, and I didn't know what it was going to be about going in. I kind of went in blind and I was like, um, okay, that was like seven false starts and then it was over. Oh. So don't let that be the movie you choose. Okay, I think I might, if I can get to the movie theater, I want to watch Smile. Oh, I've I've heard some good things about that. I feel like that could be fun. Uh, and maybe I'll be able to find it like legally in front of a fire. Yeah, you know? yeah, that's what you should um, do. find it illegally. Uh, but yeah, I don't know what it's gonna be yet. Um, I have some, I have some options, some old favorites, you know. Uh, and by favorites, I mean you know ones that are really scary. Uh, and maybe I won't watch something that's really scary. Maybe I'll just end up watching like 
I don't know, Deep Blue Sea. Oh, um, that's a fun one. There know, was the other morning. I just was in the mood for it, and I wa- I hadn't seen it in forever. But it's this uh, very obvious Halloween ripoff from 1980 called "He Knows You're Alone." Oh. It's honestly, I love that movie. I had a good time with it. There's a really hot cop in it. Okay. There's a lot. It's Tom Hanks's first like major movie role in a in a small supporting role. Oh, uh, it's it's good. It's uh, it's got a great little score. Um, it's on YouTube. If you hunt for it, you can find it for free, folks. If you want like a good old fashioned filmed in Staten Island in 1980, has that kind of brown tone of the late 70s. Um, and you just want to have a good, like, familiar slasher feeling with a pretty creepy chase scene at the end. He knows you're alone. He knows you're alone. I might watch uh, Psycho. That's always a good staple. Mm-hmm. Uh, Devil, because of the obvious elevator. reasons. Yeah, you love uh, that lady. When I love him. Chris Messina. Chris Messina is uh-huh. gorgeous. Yeah. Uh, you know, um, there's there's little options. Things that I can watch alone, you know. Uh, have you seen? Well, there's like the, it's the span. There's the Spanish version called Wreck, and then the American remake is called Quarantine. Uh, the Spanish one. I mean, I kind of liked Quarantine. I don't remember disliking it, but the Spanish one is great. Okay. Uh, yeah, REC for like record. Great, fucking scary. Oh my god. Ugh. All right. Yeah. What I won't be watching are like the paranormal activities and things like that because you know, I'm alone. I live alone. Yeah, 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 yeah. Those can get a little, um, you know. It's like, what am I doing here? You know. Yeah. Why am I doing this to myself? Why am I doing this to myself? Now I'm now I now I'm afraid to go to the bathroom. Yeah. 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 Marys, we have a last chance floor show. Uh, is that what we called them? Last chance floor yeah, shows. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I didn't know if it was like something something floor show, um, a final floor show. Um, last chance floor show is the boogeyman another character that might have been missing from this halloween party the boogeyman by the cadillacs which kind of fits the aesthetic of this 1960s kind of doo-wop party type of halloween it's spooky it was the monster mash uh well folks uh i i hope that you well we will be this is on the main feed, so we'll be back in your ears before Halloween with the with our Poltergeist episode. But uh, you know, enjoy your you know Halloween preseason uh, while it lasts before we go into the depths of depression that is late fall into winter. And uh, we'll see you real soon. Bye, I'll be right back. Party, party, totsins. <laughs> Real ghost time.